Good, what's good, my trendy black people? Here we are again, Tanisha and Juan talking about the current events of the day and giving our perspectives on this crazy world we live in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Trendy Black. I am Juan Shackleford. I'm Tanisha Stokes. And we are back. <laughs> I know it's been a little while, but we back in here. We've been uh, moving and shaking, changing yeah. jobs and I all types of stuff. So we had to, you know, put it on a hiatus for a little bit. But we here. We <laughs> <in> here. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, we're going to do like a, just talk, talk some shop about some things that we've been kicking around. Um, first of all, I am so glad that today is election day so that people can stop blowing my phone up with text <laughs> messages and calls and I can stop seeing all these commercials like makes me in- irritable to no end. Wow. <laughs> I'm seeing phone calls from like Texas. I was like, who are these people? They are right. so invested in this governor's race. Right. <laughs> I was like, uh, started blocking phones like, my, I don't know you. Blowing my phone up and then the text messages. Hey, this is the last time you're going to hear from me. Really? Because you just sent me a text two seconds ago saying this was the last time you're going to hear from me. But they're so friendly. They be like, hey, this is Taylor, first of all. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> I know you don't know me. <laughs> right, right. Don't know me at all. Uh, uh, so oh, my friendly. gosh. So and you going to use my first name like we friends? We're not friends. <laughs> stance is like that is annoying literally a week leading up that was all they talked about it was like oh youngkin likes trump okay but what is it it i don't understand what you know and then they had the the candidate was a winsome for uh um black lieutenant governor like the first black female lieutenant governor they was going hard for her on the urban stations i was like Oh, you would think that she was doing something. And then when you saw the ads online, she up there with like an A-game. And I was like, wait a minute, ma'am. What side are you on? Right, like, what, what is going on right now? You trying to shoot them up? I don't understand. Yeah. And they have, 
even have these productions where you take a piece of something that they said mm-hmm. and that's what you run with yep. in your commercial as opposed to giving a full context of the conversation. Right. Like, I'm like, come on, y'all. Y'all are getting my nerves with that. Oh, so glad when it's over. So we can just move on. I know. Because clearly, honestly, both of y'all do the same thing anyway. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> really, it's about who got the money. It ain't mm-hmm. about us. Right. It's about who putting mm-hmm. money in your pockets. That's what cool. about when you're going up to the uh, to the pole at, or the polling place, and like they have like the people outside that are giving you like the sample ballots and stuff. You know, I I don't like subscribe to any political party. I and I'm not gonna like talk about who I vote for or whatever. But I will say that the people who I know I'm not voting for, <laughs> anytime that the people be like, "Oh, do you want a sample ballot?" I'd be like, "Yes, thank you so much." <laughs> Just to keep them on their toes. Oh my gosh, you know? like, I must look real irritable <laughs> when I walk up there because nobody talked to me. <laughs> They just look right there and they look my way like I know I ain't talking to him. I sure will take a sample ballot of these people I'm not voting for. Thank you, sir. Oh my gosh. That's so polite. But aside from all of the ignorance and and all of the irritation, I do handle my civic duty of voting. Yeah, so you got your sticker on it. Yeah, I got my sticker on it. You know, just to let y'all know I did vote. Even though y'all irritate me, I did vote. Uh, this is your daughter's first time voting, right? This was her first year of being eligible. Eligible to vote. Yes. How did that go? How was that experience? Well, was she like? was. She was. Um, so what I will say is that she is very conscious of making decisions, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I'm not educated enough mm-hmm. to make a choice choice of what I want to do." Okay. So it would just be vote for whoever y'all voted for, and I don't want to do. Good for her. <laughs> so I was like, I bet. That's what's up. Good for her. Yeah. So I, I, I got, I respect that completely. Like, Mine was the same. She was just like, I don't know, I don't know who to vote for. And so I don't want to force feed you the information mm-hmm. that I know. I want you to do the research and get the information on your own. So you feel comfortable. Right? Exactly. Uh, but I do, like, obviously we all stress the importance of voting. Doing like, it, you right. know, right. Uh, so many people fought and died for you to get here. Like, it would be a waste. Responded that opportunity right. for you. It was just a slap in the face. Right. So, exactly. Regardless so. of how you feel about the process, right? <laughs> right. Because the kids, honestly, the kids now don't. They don't like voting. Mm-hmm. They don't like the process. They don't like the whole. They don't like the people that are being represented in there. Um, and they're like, I don't think that you know what I'm doing or what I'm saying yeah. is going to change That's how the these people are it's acting. So sad. Like, they're so, like, already at a point where they just feel defeated. Like, you know, it's just like, um, they don't, they don't feel like their voice really matters in, in the first place. And it's like, granted, I know the system is not, like, an ideal ideal system, but that's usually for those larger elections, like the president, right? You have the whole electoral college and stuff like that. It's not the same. For these types of, right. of elections and you really do if there is any election that you really should vote in it should so be the local, local elections yeah, exactly definitely because those kind of determine the larger yes. ones um yeah and you know that that is very sad that they feel like that and they feel like mm-hmm. their voice doesn't matter and the people that are in there don't really yep. care about them yeah. and that they're making you know they're making um they're making subscriptions for just whoever pays them the most, which 
Yeah. I can't lie. It's, it's kind of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I get it, and uh, I'm sad that they have to deal with that. But I am also glad that they are at least paying attention. Yeah. Like, because I can guarantee you, I won't pay attention to this nah. time. The days at all. Uh, but there's so much on the line for them. You know, yes. there's so much on the line for them, and it's coming faster than, you know. Oh, most definitely. So. Most definitely. I feel like we should scrap both of the parties and start our own party. Facts. What are we going to call it? <laughs> I almost put my name in on the ballot. I'm not even going to lie. I did. It was like, you want to do this right Yo, here? Yo, I, I really thought in. about it. I looked at it. I was like, I should bring my name in there. I was just at that point where I'm like, yo, y'all keep doing the same thing. Y'all battle back and forth, but y'all both do the same. We need to create a whole other party. That's they actually need to have that on the people. news to show, like, almost like a bloopers reel for the election, like, to show all the write-ins. Right. <laughs> right. We had Earl. <laughs> we had Earl from Polling Place Sports. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, oh my gosh. It is it is the craziest thing ever, and um, but we're here. We're yeah. you know we we make our we make our beds, and we try to do the best thing possible to make sure that we get what we want to get. Yeah. The biggest thing is trying to hold the people accountable that are in those positions, so we're not you know sitting by the wayside, hoping and praying that they do something instead of making them um, subscribe to what they said they were gonna do. Yeah. <sighs> But here we are mm-hmm. in this new age. <laughs> and we'll see what happens after tonight, after the polls close. And then we'll, you know. Well, they just closed four minutes ago. They did? Oh, yeah. yeah it's Probably people still in line, though. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens when all the tallies come up. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Um, and, and, uh, and news from the streets. <laughs> The streets, the okay. streets is talking. The streets right, is talking. Say, say? The streets is talking because um, I don't know how many of you watched Paid in Full. Uh, it was a Rockefeller production, and it talked about the life of um, a crew, a drug cartel crew that was out in New York. Um, and one of the one of the people that was in the crew that really did some grimy stuff was uh, was just killed recently. Um, actually, on Halloween night, he had just left a, um, a Halloween party and uh, got shot in his truck and tried to drive. I guess, I don't know if he was driving to the police station or what. Um, his name was Alpo Martinez. And um, he was not really, well, they call him a rat because he had kind of, he went to jail on some drug charges. He snitched on some people in New York and on, in D.C. Um, but he was out here doing his thing uh, as well. So, um, as you can imagine, the uh, <laughs> the internet streets were celebrating um, the fact that he was killed. He is really uh, one of the biggest um, pieces of street knowledge is that he was responsible for killing his boy, Rich Porter. Um, killing him and discarding his body somewhere because he robbed him. Uh, it was portrayed within the movie. And um, people felt that. People were uh, really upset behind that. And so when he came home six years ago, a lot of people were wondering how, you know, how he could 
have him walking around Harlem, how you have him walking around New York, getting all this love, and this, that, and the other, and then this happens, and people are like, good. So, I did read an article from two different perspectives. Yeah. So, I saw where um, there was an article from Rich's, uh, Rich's niece. That was like, you know, we're celebrating because my mom's had to deal with this hurt this whole time. Um, you know, I've had to deal with this pain for my mother because that was her brother. Yeah. And now he gets to rest in peace because this person that took his life is no longer here. So on the opposite side, I saw another uh, article from his that was talking about his son, Alpo's son that was um, upset because he's like, you know, you left me here to deal with all this hate that has been left behind. And, you know, personally, I, I saw the movie. I thought it was real jacked up what happened and what he did. So when the news came out that he had been killed, it, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but I feel bad for his child. Like, you don't, you don't really see that other side of it because I'm sure his child didn't get that person like his child probably just knew him as my dad you know what I mean the one that was taking care of me so it wasn't really um, he didn't know him as this murderer outside of what you know of course what was told and what happened in the um, course and all that type of stuff but he never I don't think he experienced that side of him so it's it's weird it's weird it is so weird that our community, because I don't understand, I don't know, it, it brought the question to them, to my mind, like, I don't know when we forgive people. Oh, and do we? Da, do, da, oh, well. I'm trying to figure you out. Really, you might get <laughs> Right, right. Like, I'm trying to understand, like, do we actually, do we give, are we moving to a place where forgiveness is, is not even a part of our community anymore? Yo, I feel like I feel like it's a couple things, right? So like there is this idea, and I do believe in this, right? Like there is this idea of karma or the right. energy that you put out there coming right. back to you, right? So most people who are in that sort of lifestyle, they know that that's probably how they're gonna go out because they're in that lifestyle, right? They're right. they're going to get what they sowed into, you know, into the system. Um, so, so like, I understand, like, this idea of karma or people getting what they deserve, quote-unquote, right? The only people that should be celebrating or mourning are the people that are the closest to this young man or the closest to his victim, right? right. Uh, they're the only people that really have the right to feel any kind of way. Anybody else is not close enough to the situation. They're not close enough to the people. They're just jumping on the bandwagon, right? And I feel like one of the things that is interesting about this guy's story is that he was a snitch, basically. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you know, we don't forgive snitches right. in the black community right. at all, right. which is why it makes it even much harder, probably that much harder, and why people are going so hard in the first place is because not only did he turn around and turn on somebody that was close to him, but he also snitched on other people and we can, we can tolerate a murderer and a rapist right. and all this stuff, but we would not tolerate Tyler a snitch. snitch. Yeah. No, we will not. True. Which is so backwards. And it's interesting because when I think about stuff like this, what I think about 
is because this was I, I just read his bio and he started dealing drugs when he was 13. Mm-hmm. So I always go back to like the source, like how did this happen? How did he get into this life? How did he, you know, how, how does something like this happen? Why do people choose this path? And his story is a little bit interesting because like he he went to he was raised by a single mother. He went to a Catholic school, had multiple opportunities to learn trades and things like that, and and fell out of school so that he could run, you know, run the streets. I have cousins like that who it's like you grew up with all the support around you, yet you chose this other path for whatever reason. Right. Probably because you were trying to impress your friends, and and it probably is a little bit harder for young black males out there, you know, in in the community. Um, because it's okay for black girls to be smart, right? right. But it's a little bit tougher, you know, when yeah. you happen to pick, am I going to be smart or am I going to be tough, right. right? I got you. Um, so I always go back to that, like the conditions and stuff like that. And, and that same empathy and understanding that we ask other communities to have for the black community in terms of what those conditions are like at those very young ages, we don't give each other enough grace in that space. We don't think about those things, right? We do not. We don't. We, we just, do especially if you a snitch. That's all I'm saying. Like he was snitch. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> yeah, like he couldn't go to DC. Yeah. Like it was a whole thing. Like, um, and it's interesting because, like, we see. I have, you know, I've seen it coming up where you know people's. Um, they grew up in similar households to you then they chose to make this other move mm-hmm. to live this other life for whatever reason for the excitement for the um you know they didn't want to struggle anymore or whatever it was and it's like yo what <laughs> what is going on right. like where where's our and then we lose we we basically lose a lot of our um we lose a lot of brothers. Yeah. When it comes to this, like whether it be, you know, and it, and the crazy thing is, a lot of these dudes are crazy smart. Yeah. So it's not like they're just idiots out here running the street. Not they smart, like mathematician type smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> you talking about people that are, uh, they know how much this. This amount of drugs cost and how that works with, you know, versus that amount and how that amount, what that calculates to what on as far as street value is concerned. Yeah. Like, um, and then what mixture to put together to make sure that you still have potency, but you can cut it yeah. so you can get more pro- Like, that's, come on, bro. Like, you're a chemist. Pretty much. You're literally much. a chemist. <laughs> you would you choosing to do this for the street just so you can have what like mm-hmm. so you can have a chain so you can have a diamond so you can have cred on the streets so you can have what yeah like and I don't you know and I know people that have been in the game and I've never which I probably would at some point want to know what was out because because it really I feel like it literally is you're you're going out for self. You're not thinking about the repercussions of anything else. You're not thinking about how you giving that person um, that drug destroys whatever family that they have and whatever relationship they have with their kids, if they can even have kids, if they're pregnant, Mm 
and they lose a child because of what you're doing. All you're doing is, well, I need that money. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get that. So, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I, that my image stays up to date. I want to look the, the freshest on the block and drive the hottest car and yeah. all of that. And it's like, yo, like y'all are... And you don't see it as you're destroying the community. No. You see it as they want it, so I'm going to give it to them. Somebody going to do it. Right. Okay. Some, I might as well be me right here as opposed to them going somewhere else and getting it. They can get it from me. That's what I was telling you, though. Like, I, so I, I had a friend um, a little while ago. We were talking about work, and we were talking about, you know, different communities and things like that. And I was like, you know what? I feel like Hispanic and African-American communities are pretty – they're, like, a lot of life. Like, we have this collectivist – um, nature and stuff like that amongst each other and she was like I feel like black people are a little bit more individualistic and it made me think about um, you know is that is that us like are we coming along that way and I kind of agree with her in in you know in terms that that is kind of like how we have assimilated in in the US to this point it's like we've gotten away from this togetherness Right? I mean, you still see it in pockets, obviously, and probably in family units to some degree, but we are getting to a place where we are becoming more like the majority, where it is becoming more um, individualistic, and we're only worried about, you know, ourselves or our families. I mean, we used to raise kids with a whole neighborhood, yeah. and it, now you better not say nothing there. to my kids. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The village like, is not there The village anymore. is not there anymore. <laughs> and so it's so easy for us to look down on each other at this point because we're not thinking that one is an extension of the other. It's just like, oh, you out there on your own. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's, right. that's crazy and to me. It filters into, like, when you're trying to build a business, even. Yeah. Supporting like black businesses. Supporting black businesses. That, is, that filters into that. It's yeah. like, well, I'm not going to give you any business until you can show me what you can do for me. Yeah, family friends. Right? Like, why are you asking somebody starting a company, yo, how can I, can I get the hookup? No. no. no you Pay the price. They, that's the only way that they're going to they gonna grow. Exactly. If they keep giving discounts to everybody, their business can't grow. Like, that drives me nuts. Yeah. And it's something that I have... I've literally changed up on like I was like I will never ask, yo, can I get that for the hookup? Like, right. Like what's the what's the low on that? Exactly. If, you, if this is your hard work, I'm gonna pay whatever you have other people paying. Whatever you tell me is worth, then I'll pay you that. Yeah. Cause I don't want to take out of your mouth. Exactly. For no reason. Like I'm trying to help you. Yeah. And then even to the effect of you sharing something on social media, like y'all won't even go. And talking about paying somebody, y'all don't even go to your page and put up their their business for somebody else to come in and use it. What's so crazy is that you know you talk about like people who have their own business. I think you you see the the whole um, the whole pricing and like worth thing in how people who do start businesses and stuff they think about that, right? Like they want to cater to their community. And so they start questioning, well, how much should I charge for this? Because I want these people to be able to afford it. And they say, no, like they will pay the price that you set. Just like they will pay Tommy Hilfiger over here, them, you know, $200 for that shirt, right? right, right. So it, it's, but, but we, but we tend to second guess ourselves and we tend to question whether or not we're worth it, that our work is worth it because our own community isn't willing to pay the the full price. You're right. It's oh ridiculous. I, that it's is ridiculous. so right. Because if it's a, um, and I'm sorry if I'm, you know, if I jack up any of these designers' names, but, <laughs> if 
you know, Balenciaga or Gucci or um, Prada or. What is that Cosby show? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> With you. Oh, God. Gordon, Gordon. Yes. Yes. Like, we'll pay them hundreds and thousands of dollars for pieces of clothing that look like whatever. Like a plain t-shirt yep. that just got the word Balenciaga on it. Y'all paying like $500 for that. Yeah. What? But I'm supposed to tell, I'm supposed to take down my $25 t-shirt yeah. to what? $10 because, you know, you can't, you can't, come on, son. No, that is not okay. You we ever are... see me with a Balenciaga shirt on, you have to leave. <laughs> I paid $10 for that joint. I paid five for the shirt and five for the iron on right. and I put it on myself exactly. at the house. Believe that. Same effect. Got the same effect though. Same effect. Yes, it does. It definitely does. But we have, we have subscribed to this individualistic um, mindset and I don't know when it changed. It was, I feel like um, when we started to move into these different spaces in life mm-hmm. where we thought we had made it mm-hmm. is when we started kind of pulling away from that yeah. family unit because you know back in the day everybody was struggling so we was all together mm-hmm. and you know Panther, the Panthers would come through and give breakfast to the neighborhood yeah. because we was all struggling yep. but then as soon as people started getting a little money they get a little jobs here a little job there well it's because society tells us that we have to separate ourselves right we need to get away from them poor folk before they start asking us for money, right? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> we need to get away from them before the for the poorness starts to rub off, for right. the you know the neediness starts to rub off, right? right? It's a uh, it, it's very interesting. Um, but going back to like what you were saying about the the young man who um, got killed or whatever, I just think you know that individualism, right, really does help us separate from like people in general. And then we were talking about how you know. The, the internet and all of these IGs where people can just be living their best life out there and we don't really see people as like as real anymore right they're just right. these figures on the screen and it helps us get to a place where we say oh this not a person right that's a snitch that's a, a, a murderer right. and then they, they don't become people they're not people anymore and so it's easy for us to be like kill them or you know oh I'm glad they're dead right like, who does right. that right. Right. who says right. things like that and then you're okay with saying yeah. like you're like oh I'm good with saying that exactly and we we definitely have, you know, as much as social media has been a, a powerful thing in our current society, it's definitely been damaging. It exposes a lot of the ugly ugliness yeah. that we don't see on a regular basis. Like, it's a lot of people that have some legitimate issues that probably should not be on social media. Yeah. But they, they're up there and they're saying these things that are in their head and you're like... Yo, you might want to go talk to somebody about that. Like and misinformation gets spread so much quick. easier. So, so that kind of segues into the next day we're talking about Will and Jada. And Jada's Jesus. <laughs> For that Gwyneth Thaltrow um, yes. interview. That red table talk oh. and people was like, um, Jada said it was hard to maintain a healthy sex life with Will. Yes. And she was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that is not what yes. I said. And I was like, yo, why? Why? Why are we here? Yeah. People are so interested in their like in their life, especially their bedroom. Like, yes. why? <laughs> like, is, is you so dry? <laughs> like, why do we care so much? We care a lot. And it, it, 
And it's even, once again, we're leaking to um, post. I saw a post today that was like, I want a wife, but not the one like Will has. I'm like, what? But they've been married for how long? Right, like, <laughs> they, they've been they together have a very since honest relationship. 22 years, and they're, they're like, they Best talk, friend. they communicate, they have worked through horrible times yes. in each other's lives, and yes. they're still here as a family unit and a good family unit. Yes. Like, they support each other 100% yes. and are there for, and all of that, and have raised their kids to. Be their own people. To be decent human beings. Right. Like, like, that's the thing. Like, like, what do you mean? Decent human beings. <laughs> like, what do you... You don't want... Oh, so you don't want somebody that has an opinion. Right. You want or somebody... Past, right. Or anything. Nothing. Like... Nothing. You want somebody that's just going to walk in and do whatever you say. That doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> that is None not that. how that works. You know? That is not how that works. No. And I'm sorry if this is a news flash for anybody. If you're planning on getting married, marriage is work. For sure. Period. And you ain't gonna like the person all the time. No. Y'all are gonna beef. <laughs> Y'all are gonna have hard times. But you work through it. You communicate through it. And you do put the work in from both sides to make it successful. But I think people have, you know, when it comes to Jada and Will in particular, because um, I feel like, you know, going back to, you know, Red Table Talk and like when, um, and then going, when August Alcina came out, I was like, oh, I had a relationship with her. Never did he say behind her husband's back. Right. With her husband's permission, I had a relationship with her. Every, everything was going to open up. Everybody knew. Okay. And then the Red Table Talk, they decided to put it out there. She was like, yeah, the entanglement thing. I did laugh because I was like, come on, Jada. It's your words. <laughs> that's not a word, boo-boo. It was in an entanglement. entanglement. Okay. That's what's up, you know. And then he did an interview where he said that they have an open relationship. Where right. he, he, you know, this is our relationship. We wanted our relationship to be what we wanted it to be. Right, exactly. Um, so when I think about things like, you know, what when people in their comments are talking about how she cheated on him or how, you know, he's cheated on her and, you know, infidelity and stuff like that. And I'm like, but is it infidelity if they yeah. both are on the same page? Right, that wasn't their relationship. That wasn't their relationship. Which they have said... Multiple times. Multiple times. This may not work for everybody. <laughs> this is how we have done this right. and where we have moved with it. But I wouldn't subscribe for you to do it because it may not work out the same for you. But what I find so interesting and along those same lines of like social media is how we look at these people out there. Oh, and they matching at the award show. And we're like, oh, we want to be just like them. And they've been married for 20 years. You know, but you don't want to make the sacrifices. And you don't want to do the work that it takes right. to be married that long. Because right. I can't even guarantee you. Some of y'all granddaddies and grandmamas have been married for 40 <laughs> oh, years. Some... Your granddaddy was probably a whole back in the day. <laughs> yeah, your grandmama probably it. got some skeletons in her closet. Oh, yeah, it's been some skeletons right. out there for sure. But, but, for sure. but that's, that is the work. That yeah. is marriage. That yeah. is the work. It's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be easy. And it's not going to be you know? pretty. And it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> and, but it can be whatever you and your partner want it to be. Exactly. And so when people are so invested in other people's relationships, I never understand that. I never understand it. Oh my gosh. It's... Why do you care so much? Look, I... If I see one more thing about Brittany and this dude that she's married to <laughs> or getting married and the prenup, I don't care. Like, I do not care. 
I don't care about Britney's relationship. I don't care about Kourtney Kardashian's relationship. I don't care who Kim, if she with Ye or not, or with, you know, the new, the Duke, the comedian from SF. Like, I just don't care. Right. (laughs) And and, and in full transparency, like, I typically don't, I typically don't follow those, those type of things, unless it pops up in something, right? And then I might take a look at it, but then I keep going. Keep moving, right? right? Like, it's just weird, but I always find it really fascinating. That you know, it's not the not the stories themselves, but the fact, but people's reactions to to things. And so, like when she um, was talking about that, when she says it's hard to maintain a sex, a healthy sexual relationship mm-hmm. for twenty something years, even if that was what she said, I've been married half that time. It is hard, <laughs> especially when you have children, two full time jobs. Right, right. It is difficult. Life to definitely make gets time. in the way. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. and, but that. Okay. And you have to be intentional on intimacy in your relationship. And, and that is the work. That's right? the work, that most the definitely. Because it ain't like when y'all first met and y'all ain't have no ties and mm. no kids and no, you know, none of this. And y'all yeah. just go off and wild out and do whatever. Right. It's different now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's much different. It's different. It looks different. And that's why she came back and was like, look, y'all need to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I never said that Will and I have ever had an issue in the bedroom. Yeah. That was never a part of that conversation. And she's having this conversation with Gwyneth Paltrow, who I feel like has been married like three times, or at least has had like three or four very serious relationships, where maybe she was engaged and broke it off or something like that. But I also feel like a little while ago, she was the one that was talking about, maybe it wasn't her, maybe it was Kim, Kim I don't know, somebody was talking about living in separate houses than their spouse or something like that, right? And I think maybe it wasn't. Mm. But she also has only been married for like three years. Like 2018. Right. So right. she's a newlywed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, her sex life is bomb. Like, <laughs> three years? Sure. They brand new. Yeah, they brand yeah. new. <laughs> she got another two at least before it's starting to set in. You know? <laughs> Stop playing, man. I think... I, 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 I think people are je- almost jealous of their relationship. So they, they are. look for they look for holes to like poke to pop, in yeah, there. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. So we can't just be happy for people who are in healthy relationships right. where people are open and honest, nobody's hiding anything. Right. And it has the longevity, the friendship, that friendship base to go the distance. Oh, we can't just be happy for nah. that. Because we want people's relationships to be what we want them to be. We want people's relationships. We want famous people's relationship to have trauma. <laughs> That's what they want. That's what it really is. That's what it really is. is. Yeah. They love it when <laughs> when um, Sweetie and um, Qua- not Quavo was it Quavo? Yes, when Sweetie and Quavo was dating, they was all like, "Oh, relationship goes in as soon as they broke up." It was like, "Oh, he this, he that, she this, she that." I'm like, "Oh, so y'all, y'all really don't want." Like a relationship, mm-hmm. y'all y'all just want some drama. They don't want the fire. They want no, nah, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Please, you can go up and down on Shade Room on IG, and you'll mm-hmm. see about everybody' relationship Lord. and the good and the bad. And people will bring up stuff that happened twenty years ago as justifications for why somebody wow. acted a certain way. Like it's the craziest thing ever. Help them, Black Jesus. <laughs> right, right. Help them, please. It's the craziest thing ever. And we're, you know, we keep doing this thing. We keep, oh, we keep tearing each other down, which is what kind of, you know, bringing this this conversation back to something else that we had talked about. Um, 
where I am really not understanding why our community is so intent on destroying each other. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's mind-boggling to me yeah. that you know you can look at all of these other communities and you guys get upset because they're being successful or you guys get upset because whatever issues they're they're have addressing are being pushed. But as soon as we try to start something, mm-hmm. immediate infighting. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. Well, yeah. I'm going to go off and do my own thing. So now y'all got 20 different people doing 20 different things when we could have all come together yeah. and got our issues mm-hmm. solved. But y'all don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why our community fights so much against each other. Always. I mean, but wasn't it designed that way, though? Yep. So... Wasn't that the wasn't that the the plan? The, plan? the grand like, master plan. Yeah, you go back to the Willie Wish letter. Like, wasn't that the plan? <laughs> like, tear them apart from the inside. Create, create division. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we but, know this at this point. But, but yes, but so even within that that um, era, right? Even within the slavery era, or having the house Negro versus the field mm-hmm. Negro. Um, you still had connection. Like, even when families were ripped apart, when somebody new came into the plantation, people would take them in mm-hmm. and raise them like they were their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if somebody from the house got put back out in the field because of something they did wrong, you might have had issues because they was in the house and they was, you know, they was cool or their master, master's child, what have you. But then once they get put into the same position you are, you eventually, you take care of them. Yeah. Because they're part of your community now. We don't do that anymore. No. We'd rather fight each other. That's the thing we like. Oh, and then we record it. because I can't stand the way that we're portrayed. I don't, I don't do it. Uh, so don't ask me if I've seen it. I ain't watched no Love and Hip Hop. I ain't watched Housewives or whatever. None of that stuff. No, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I stopped watching that stuff a long time. It was just, it just got ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It got real ridiculous. And them videos that you see on social media where it's showing black people fighting and all, no, no, I don't watch it. Oh my gosh. And then, Take it, kind of taking it back to the political commercials. Mm-hmm. I see the videos where they're like, "Oh, I've, all the fights in schools, and you know, this is this this the fault of the governor that people are fighting in school." Are you serious? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Yeah. What? He be going up there, stealing right. people, and they're right. running. Right. And then you blame it on. And the then you blame kids. it on. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the that's reason that is. that's the problem. No. <sighs> like I, I think about the story where there was a. Um, there had been a, there was a school I can't remember where it was. There's a school where there were so many fights, like kids were literally afraid to come to school because kids they were fighting so much. And then a group of dads was just like, "Yo, we're gonna go in and patrol the school all day. We'll go in shifts." And it has stopped all of this fighting. And they go in and they interact with the kids. They build relationships with them. And it has stopped a lot of that stuff from happening. Why? 
Because I don't understand this. What I don't understand is why in the real world, when things happen, we go to what is the root cause? What is happening here? Like, what is the cause of whatever is, you know, malfunctioning or whatever, right? But when we get into schools and things like that that impact young people, uh, especially like systems that are set up by, by the government, like public schools and things like that, it's punishment. It, like, like it's, it's, ne- it's negative reinforcement, right? Um, that's what they get. And consistent negative reinforcement. There's hardly ever any positive reinforcement, right? Maybe you got an award ceremony or something, right? But that's only a few kids. Right. Um, right. And unless you have really good teachers, right, that, that do that. But there's a lot of negative reinforcement and there's punishment. And to a certain, like at a certain degree, kids get desensitized to that. They don't care. Though, this is my fifth day in ISS this week, so whatever, that's cool with my friend in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, they get desensitized to that stuff. It doesn't work. And we never figure out what the root cause is, because if we really looked at the root cause, then we'd have to do something about it, and that's not what we really want to do. Ooh. So, yeah. we don't want to do nothing about it. Yeah, we don't want to go into the, mm-hmm. we don't want to go into the neighborhood to try nah, to actually make that. changes that's going to fix a lot of the things that are, the, a lot of the poverty that are in the neighborhood yep. that create issues. So, let's break this down real quick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to go into real deep with it. I'm just going to give you the over, you know, the overview, the gist of it. So, you have these people in these communities that are, that have food deserts. Uh, very poor conditions, no jobs, no anything. Person goes out, they start doing illegal things to try to provide for their family. The youth that are in the household see this, and that's what they know. Mm-hmm. My person is out there making money, doing it this illegal way, so that they can provide for us. It's all good. Yep. Person gets thrown in jail, whether that be the mom or the dad. Gets thrown in jail. Now the youth is back to struggling again. They're frustrated because that person is no longer in the household. So they take all of that anger and then they got to go to school and deal with other people that are in the same situations, have the same anger. So then they're they're fighting for, oh, I'm the tough guy on the block. Let me show my chest off. Let me show my chest out. I'm going to fight you to show that I'm harder than you because that's what I'm learning at home is that you got to be hard to survive in this society. So then, so then you kick the, you put this, you have labeled this child now at this point because they have these aggressive mannerisms. Yep. So now they have this label that they carry through their whole entire schooling. So anytime they do something outside of what your subscribe thought that they should do, you have placed them in this, oh, they're a problem child. Yeah. So now they're pissed off. They're like, why am I going to school? Because all I do is get suspended or, you know, yep. get detention or get whatever. So, what do they do? They stop going to school. Yeah. So now this kid is back at home, not in school, still looking at these bills, holes in the wall, roaches on the floor, no food in the refrigerator. And like, you know what? Why don't I go do what this other person was doing? And it's like a repeat. Yes. And I just like, so, you know, I... We, that, you're absolutely right. I just urge people who are listening that like this is not this doesn't just happen in black households. This doesn't just happen in black communities. Like mm-hmm. this happens in all poor communities, Most right? Definitely. And and even some, you know, well-to-do families because I'll tell you right now, 
we live in the suburbs and these kids in the burbs, they be wilding too for no reason because yeah. they don't have those issues. None. For no reason. <laughs> <None> <laughs> I mean, not for no reason, but I don't know what the root cause is. Maybe it's boredom. I don't know, right? right? But, but like, that, this doesn't just happen in black households. It does happen in like, you know, in other, uh, other households as well. So, um, when people think, you know, urban schools and uh, rural schools, because they're in the same the same bucket like they are having the same issues right um that these urban schools are having and these rural areas are not as black and brown as people like to think right, right. um so i was just you know conscious people to think that oh it's just the black community it ain't no it ain't it's not it definitely mm-hmm. is not because we ain't you ain't gonna find too many meth labs mm-hmm. in the black community <laughs> in the black community you really we not sensitive to smells <laughs> right right <laughs> Right, you really not. You really not gonna find all the burned out houses Dude. in black communities. Like that thing is for real. Um, them opioids is for real. Yeah. Like this ain't it ain't just a black um black issue. It, it is ain't. definitely um but it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It is com- a complete cycle and whether you like it or not, I understand that some people listening are are, are not for, you know, public assistance and those type of things. But those are the things that try to curb some of these things that are happening in these dilapidated communities. Mm-hmm. Public assistance is part of that. If you can feed people, they might be able to come into school and actually do what they're supposed to do. Because they got food. Out, right. Because right. a lot of these kids come to school and they don't have food. Mm-hmm. They eat when they get to school. If they can find something to eat at school. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it ain't... You know, this is not a color thing. This is a this is a class thing almost. Yeah, really. But you know, but unfortunately, all they black people. That's why I was saying, like, right. don't 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 believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. And the people that are in those situations, you shouldn't believe the hype either, because mm-hmm. a lot of those people y'all go out there and vote for, and they talk about they for you. They not really for you. Yeah. <laughs> they really not for you at all. But they'll tell you they are. Yeah, yeah. They like, look, I'm out here for you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm out here. Don't give me See, I'm wearing, I'm wearing the, cl- I'm wearing the clothes <laughs> like you. I look like you. We the same. No, okay. you're not. Yeah. You are not the same. You did not struggle like I did. I gotta tell you, I cannot tell you how many times I was so irked every time I saw that Terry McAuliffe uh, ad on Facebook where it was like, oh, black families are struggling in Richmond, and I promise I'm gonna do something about it. It was a black woman in the comments. No, you ain't. <laughs> 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 okay, sis. <laughs> but it's just so much pandering. Like, stop, yes. y'all. Stop. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me what Show you've been it. doing. Yeah. Show me what you've done. Right. What have you done? Right. Right? Stop That's telling sure. me how you're for black people and show me how you're for black people. Right. Because y'all tell us all the time. Yeah. Everybody tell us. Every time election year come up. Oh, election year comes up, y'all gonna tell us. Yes. Y'all gonna say we gonna do everything for y'all. We gonna give y'all money. Yeah. We gonna do the whole nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Still waiting. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Matter of fact, I need to write Joe a letter because I ain't get none of that stimulus money. <laughs> hey, hey, let's talk about this. Look, I saw something about him talk, and it could have been a fake headline. Newsflash, it could have been a fake headline. <laughs> Zero credibility. Zero credibility. <laughs> Um, about him giving like this large amount of money to uh, families that were left at the border mm. when that whole border thing was going on, and I was like, I'm sorry, mm. 
What? You give me money to who? <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> Joe. Joe, I've been around here for a while, Joe. Did Kamala sign off on Right? Right. Like, what? Do you understand? Do you understand the people in my community that don't have a don't have to come up and start up like everybody else? Can we get to that first? Can can we get level playing fields on the startup? Kids coming out of college that ain't got no loan debt, so they able to go out there and do certain things, whereas some other people have massive loan debt. And Sally Mae is like, as soon as you drop, as soon as you walk across the stage, they stand on the other <laughs> side with the bill in their hand. Right. Like, yo, I need you to get that back. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? I just walked across the stage. Nah, I need you to run that. And it's like a G. Like, what? You, know, you realize I'm working a part-time job right now? Like, I don't have no thousand dollars to give you right now. They don't care. They don't care. Oh, whoo. Drives me nuts. Absolutely drives me nuts. So we were also um, <laughs> looking over some things that have been coming up in in, uh, in our illustrious society. <laughs> um, and I, I did want to, you know, just shout out to Jay, shout out to Jigga Man oh, for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> if you don't know by now, I'm a Jay Z fan, so yeah, I. I respect to that man for getting that that honor and I, I'm glad that he really um, acknowledged those people that he doesn't have a lot of relationships with uh-huh. because of business decisions um, Dame and Big yeah. and um, Jazzo and actually just giving them props for helping him to get where he did, they was a part of it yeah. and, um, and from that uh, Dame has said you know, we need to go ahead and squash all this beef that's been happening between us so Hopefully that happens. I'm looking forward to happening. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a real powerful group. They made a lot of moves yeah. uh, when they were coming up, and they did it on their own, pretty much. So I'm, I'm looking for that to uh, to keep going. So shout out to Jigga. Yeah, I just I just love. I mean, I love I love him just because I you can see the growth. You oh, know what most I mean? definitely. And it's so like it's like it's just amazing to to that growth um, throughout his career and how he started much like a lot of rappers, you know, just talking about doing, you know, partying and, you know, hoeing and all that stuff like right. that. But now he's, you know, with with the changes in his life, you know, becoming a father, husband, and all of that kind of stuff, like, you can see it in his music. And I can appreciate that. And I actually enjoy his music m- much more now than I did back in the day. Just because, <laughs> you know... Cause I like I like lyrics, and I feel right. like if you're talking about something, then I can you know I can get with that. But yeah, but you. other people like beats and stuff like that, and the music, and that's what gets them. And a lot of his older stuff, even though he was still talking about stuff, don't get me wrong. Okay. Um, I was about to be like, what you mean? No, no, no. He always <laughs> told a story. Don't get right. me wrong. Right. Always told a story. Right. Um, but you could just see the the maturity and the growth in his music, and I can and and I so appreciate that. Um, and I wish more rappers followed suit. Like, yeah. you can't do the same stuff forever, yo. Right. You know? Right. Which was. <sighs> Some of y'all finna be like 60 year old men trying to wear these baggy clothes or these skinny oh jeans. Oh <laughs> Let's my gosh. stop. Yo, Just stop. Peace. <laughs> and 
and some of y'all still trying to get on yeah. and, and it's, it's past your time, bro. No, like, move on to the next thing. Let's not do this. I, um, yes, I, I, I definitely have seen his growth um, from street hustler, didn't care about anything, anybody, to you're in this position where you're making these moves to uh, assist your community a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and they don't, Jay and Bay don't really talk about this stuff. Oh, that they, they don't do. advertise it. And they people have, had, had them jacked people, up a couple years ago oh, talking about they don't support this and that. Right. Like, y'all never, y'all don't read. Just because they're not out there posting it on social media like some of these other clout chases. Exactly. They doing it for the right <laughs> exactly. reason. Exactly. Like him bailing out people from out of from jail and doing all these type of things it's like he's doing a lot that he just doesn't yeah he doesn't, he doesn't come out to. there and advertise it because he exactly he doesn't need to neither one of them do yeah. um and and he has definitely grown a lot with his kids you know especially after the after the um the twins were born <laughs> um and that whole 444 was entanglement? A lot. Uh, yeah, the entanglement. <laughs> definitely. Becky with the good hair entanglement. Yo, yes. My it was favorite. A, like, those are some of my favorite albums, yo. yo lemonade. That was a lot of growth between yeah. the Lemonade and the 444. That was yes. a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. And they kind of worked their marriage out mm-hmm. through that whole yes. process. Talk about. Once again. You know, but, like, <laughs> but people love that because they love the drama more in the relationship, but. Take it back to like Jada and Will, right? How people are hating so hard on them. How come they didn't hate as hard on? And and I, I, my guess is that it was because it was Jay Z that did the cheating, and not you know the black woman who's supposed to be like this you know deity or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like why is there such a double standard? Like, <laughs> hey y'all, y'all hard on the sister, you know. I, I, Jay was trying to live her best life. Yeah, you know? she was. She was. Beyonce over like, one of the, you know, what people would consider, like, one of the most beautiful, sought-after women in the world, and she's still getting cheated on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to tell y'all. But, right. <laughs> and people was just like, oh, okay, Jay-Z, we forgive you. <laughs> what? What? I don't know how to, how to because a, a lot of it shirts about Jada right right <laughs> Come on. right future out here talking about I'd rather hang with Jada Stop. even though Will admit that he do the same thing yeah he did which please they admitted it on the talk oh, at the table geez. when he was like I'm gonna get you back for that when she was like I think right. you've gotten me back a whole lot well, and he I was like this. yeah you probably right I just wanna point that out y'all <laughs> some people some people be hating for no yeah, they definitely gave Jay a pass, and I think it was more of the the uh, persona that comes with hip hop mm-hmm. that he, he got, that he was allowed to do that because because yeah. Will hasn't really been in that niche mm-hmm. anymore. He's more of an actor now than yeah. he is a hip hop person, and I'm not excusing it. Let's <laughs> put that out there. I'm sorry if you took it like that. I am yeah. not agreeing or excusing with what happened. Please just take that out of there. Without your mind, because I know y'all do. Internet's be like, Ma said <laughs> that it was okay for Jay Z to cheat. No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I just understand how the thought process within that community works, and they don't—they see them as womanizers, so yeah. they are always thinking 
that those people are doing that at all times. So it wasn't really a shock. Yep. When it came out like that. Yeah. But women supposed to be all pure and stuff like this. But newsflash. <laughs> that probably ain't the first dude she done messed oh, with. Oh, heck no. Nah. Heck no. Nah. Heck no. Nah. Look. Probably ain't the first women dude. just don't get caught. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You get a shirt. You get a shirt, cuz. Right. Oh, you can't get caught. Oh my gosh. They will talk about you like a dog. They will. They will. Um, All of this and all of these different struggles from my community, just just to to kind of bring it full circle, is we want y'all to understand that um, in order for us to achieve anything, we definitely need to learn how to work together. Yeah. And we have to learn in different pockets um, how to be able to disagree with somebody without canceling somebody because it ain't all about you know cancel culture is like the huge thing now Um, but we definitely have to figure out where we can come to uh, an agreement and a a, um, cohesion because if we want these things that we see these other communities doing the only way that we can do that is exercising the power that we have which we have a lot. Mm-hmm. And y'all can look out there in any any genre, in any market, in anything. We have a ton of power, which is why people market to us all the time. Yeah. Even with TikTok mm-hmm. and, and how they do things, a lot of the, create, the things that are created that they give props yeah. to were done by black people. So we got a lot of... Uh, room that we a lot of ways that we can make this thing happen we just have to be able to come together and talk through it and communicate and come to some type of agreement to actually do it yeah Um, as opposed to fighting each other every chance we get because we have subscribed to this crabs in a barrel mentality um that i ain't gonna let you get too hot too much higher than me i'm gonna make sure you stay where i am right and if you do get higher than me then i'm gonna do whatever i can to make you look bad at all times. Um, and I know that, you know, all kin folk ain't skin folk and all that other type of stuff, but we, we got to start somewhere. Nice. And we, because this, what we've been doing ain't getting us nowhere. This ain't it, y'all. <laughs> we just keep fighting and spinning our wheels over and over again, arguing about who we going to put in the office yeah. because ain't nothing changed. We got to make a change. Nice. 100%. But we thank y'all um, this has been fun. We have definitely <laughs> dived into a lot of different things. Um, hopefully, we gave y'all a tidbit of something that, to go and chew on and kind of change your perception about some things and how you interact in life and, and do better uh, with, with what you have. Because, you know, we all have a limited time, so we need to make the most of it. Yeah. So, Ramon Shackleford. Tanisha Stokes. Thank you for joining Trendy Black. Y'all have a blessed one. We love y'all. Peace.